This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, Agudvach. Um, We're holding here in Pazvar Lesel. We had done last time round until uh, page 766, which the, we did the Torah Semincha, and now we're holding by the Joshua Saran. Um, it's interesting, the Joshua Saran here, it's coming from a bit of a side point, but he's saying a very big side. It says, Kashbarku <laughs> said that the Levim take the place of Bechayris, so Rashi says over here the 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 um the point that um the Chazal say that they, that since Klaus Bukhairis was saved and they were supposed to do avoid the and and they couldn't do it because of the Averis and, and the Levim did it, so they should be paid themselves. Al Kaponim, Vu Aimri, Vu Aimroi, Kinesun and Sunim Hemali Mitochne Israel, Tachas Pichas Korechem Bukhar, Kol Mitne Israel, Lakatas of Lig, Kilikol Bukhar, Nesol, Ban Vahemo, be a Mikesik of Hebert Mitzayim, Tashas of Lig, Kloima. Shabiyoim Shekesi, Bukhari Mitzayim, Lorakisam, Zachisabem. Sakashbrahu says that I was Zechad the Bukhiris Mitzrayim in Israel. Because they weren't killed with Chorus Mitzrayim. So the Rani is over here. Vizenim Atmiya. Loma Zacha Behem. Mipne Shehika Bechayer Mitzrayim Shurun Lanishom. Vlohiko is some Shalichotu Bedava. I don't say something. The reason why Bechayer Mitzrayim were killed were because they did wrong. They did have errors. The Bechayer Yisrael were not killed for that reason. Is so. Let's say somebody will come along, the king will come along and say something, you know, you owe me a lot of money because I killed Reuven, the the, 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 the Ritzeach, and I didn't kill you. Okay? And, and that's why you get, that's why, are you something? You didn't kill me because I'm innocent. What, what's the point? He never said, so over here, isn't it the same thing? Basically, he's saying, I didn't kill you when I killed the Bukhairis. You didn't kill us we, because we were innocent. We had no reason to kill us. So the Ran says as follows. So there are events that happen in this world that are events that are clolius. Um, there are some proteus taking on him. There are also clolius taking on him. They said what I could the, the intent was in order to kill out the virus. But the 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 way of doing it was to create some sort of condition disease Something that will affect Bechiris only. Because one can say that Bechiris all have some sort of common denominator. And Bemela, it's possible that, they, that there should be some disease that will affect Bechiris. 
שאין ספק שאין הרחם של נול בוי ובמעולם, באויסה תכונה שהרחם השוקר לא יצאו בבלודס. It's reasonable to assume that a womb that never had children will, will have some sort of chemical or something else, that, or lacking chemical, that other vlodas don't have. So it's possible that all Bukhairis have some sort of factor that makes them vulnerable for something. So he says, obviously, this, this logic is shaykh to a mother and not to a, a, a child because not to a father, because, you know, in a rechem, there's a difference in rechem, yes, rechem, not. A father, it's not shaykh. So, b'meila, ve'ab b'shom b'medrish, e'en b'ayis, e'en shom meis, e'en shom b'choyer, godla b'ayis, meishu b'choyer, z'altzad adrush, al'fki p'shuta shal dova b'choyeris, o'yinitlam b'pitra chamim, heim shaloku, ve'heim o'yibaniyam yachas ve'heksha, ashem mitzara yachzo, o'yiroi shilku gam b'choyer Yisrael, m'yinichem ha'shem l'tivo. So, now, so the bottom line Ran says is, When a Kaddish Baruch Hu creates some sort of Shefa, which is a Mazik, even a person who is not Royfrit gets that oinish. So now, so so Drana is saying a very big side over here. Besides the hashgacha protis, so the marshal, if it, if an isolated event happens, where Ruving got punished, we can say this was a special hashgacha for Ruving. If a flood came. And a flood by nature affects a large swath of, of, of people. It affects a, an entire population of some place. So I don't have to go around and ask myself why each and every single person deserved to die in the flood. Um, I say that this becomes the Teva. Once a Gadesh who is geyser on a group of people, then it would Tzadik or Russia. Um, if I give a marshal that, that we, we can be messiahs to, a, a simple marshal, um, whenever we have, whenever po- policemen look for a criminal um, that killed somebody, so we, 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 we go through a big process of examining the evidence and seeing if this person is really guilty or not, and, and on and on and on. And if not, we feel we're killing somebody who's innocent. When countries are at war, you don't have to examine every soldier and ask yourself, would this soldier have killed somebody or not? It's nation to nation. In other words, there's a persona of a group of people as well. Hashkocha can work on Yechidim. Hashkocha can work on a nation or on a group of people. And when Hashkocha is working on a group of people, you do not need to answer the question of why was this person killed? So Lamashal, we have an event like the Holocaust. The event of the Holocaust was a was a Holocaust. So I, I can I can try to understand trends in Kal Yisrael, issues and so on if I want to go there, but I cannot say that every single person um, killed in the Holocaust was personally guilty and deserved to die. 
that's not at all muhrach because it's a type, a different type of ashkacha. So that's one thing that the Ran says. My Rebbe Chaim Shlavitz says this in Shmuz. He didn't quote the Ran, but he would, he would speak about, I don't remember his Mekairis, he would speak about a Kololistik Anhaga. Two, it is possible that HaKadosh Baruch Hu would save somebody, but it's not enough to be innocent. It's not enough to be, you know, not guilty enough to deserve Misa. It needs to be an extraordinary schus, like Loit, who was saved in the schus of Avram, where, where you, 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 you to take him out of stone requires an extraordinary reason. Um, and, and that's a second point. So yes, there are extraordinary hashkachas to save people from a a a um, a xerah klolis, but that requires a whole different madrega of tzitkas and so on. But Reb Chaim Shlevitz would also add that afila um, hachi, the you know, an, in a very hidden way, the the chesm prati matches the chesm kloli, but the, but that's hidden. That's something that's not something we could factor in. It's not something that we could make a cheshman about and say, oh, this happened because of this, this happened because this, this person, this person. On sweeping events, I need to look in sweeping ways. So, so if a nation, as a nation, doing something wrong, nation is punished, even though the people themselves who get swept up with the punishment may have been, by and large, innocent of anything. I'll compound him. That's a run of it. That's the mark and the run. And that's why all the Bukhiris, once it should have been that all Bukhiris would have been swept up and um, would have been killed. It was an extraordinary that he saved them and therefore they owe something for it. Okay, that's the run over here. The next one is about the the the, the Indian of blowing a shayfa, um as in a, in a time of tzara and so on. So this is a chinuch. Mishrasha mitzvah lefisha b'shas hakorv moyetzrichem lechavim daitem yafa binyanei meshiduos nusos yiduos. When they would bring a carbon, they needed to focus. Um, kavana was a very important part of a carbon. Um, you have six kavanas that are standard for carbon. You have one or two machshavas uh, psulos, and 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 so kavon is very important. Began came based at tzara, so chaodam kiven godel bischanef leboro she rachimel v'etzem mitzarasei. So you need an extraordinarily deep tefillah to be able to help a person be that kashmash will listen. Lachain itstavu b'tkias achatzoytes beitemelo, and that's why we're taught. To blow the chatzaytes, lefisha adam mi yoseb al chayme sarachis iris godle eladvarim. It's not normal. A person needs something to shake him up, to focus him. Ki hateva mibli meir yamod ki yashin. It if this if nothing shakes you up, you're sort of like lethargic. You're kind of in in in, in a daze. Vein dava yarei kukolos hanegin. And nothing arouses a person like a nigun. You do a dava. The kolsh can call a chatzoitzus shakoyla godlosh abecholkli nigun. So when you have a trumpet blowing, that really kind of wakes you up. So um, so one one 
one important element of the of nigun is that's a person. And this is sometimes we should, in, in others, to look at a nigun as a tachlis in its own right is not quite where he goes. It's something which sharpens a person's appreciation for the words of the tefillah. So if a person does a nigun for the davening and the nigun helps a person be mechavan to the words, it wakes him up to the the words and so on, that's fantastic. But if the nigun becomes an end to itself, because it's a nice nigun, and the words are kilo, you know, sort of a, an inconvenience that have to be stuffed in between pieces of the nigun, not sure that this is this tachlis. But Oydeesh tells us, Nimtzav Koyach HaTzayitzus V'yadoimeh, Melvad Hisoyos LaKavana, Ki Mekoyach HaKoyles Yosa Adam Libu Machsheva Sha'iska Ulam, it also something that blocks out other inyanim. He says, basically, I don't need to tell you if you ever heard Shafer or Hatsaitsis Kavana, you you know, you would have you'd guess it yourself. Okay, next one is a Teresa Mincha, who also speaks about the point of screaming and yelling. Um you know, Haramas curl during davening. So he says, Zifcha lekim ruach nishbara v'cholo ela chatzoyce shei toikin umariyim behem v'choya levobes nishbarim v'nefoshes near adois v'yeshol mechavna libom lavien shemayim v'hoiset sa kosam oile alamarim v'kola chatzoyce v'zeu akavona Bechol krias ubaromas akoilus, Shahakoilois mefanin irbov shabavir, was oilat filolomaikotcha shrimbly ikuf. So he says the point of kolos, whether it's screaming or yelling or tkias and ratsoitzes, is because the um, the the, the, uh, the would um, be mefana irbov shabavir. Was literally translate. It's as if there are clouds, kind of dense clouds, and the coal breaks through it, and then the tefillah goes up. Now, if he's talking, I mean, the Torah Mincha was a Talmud Rajba, so and he was a Makubal also. And, you know, he, he in his in his sefer there are Kabbalic and Yanim, you know, kind of Rishonim Kabbalah and so on. You know, Imishim Kabbalah. I don't have what to add. I I would like to give it a little bit more. Of a pshat flavor that we can relate to, um, I, I would take it not far from what the Chinuch says. Um, whenever we speak of people being locked into the normal routine of the world, the tev of the world, and therefore um, a person doesn't reach out beyond it, I would I would try to translate the irb of Avir whether he means it, or the way I'm saying it, or that's that's the way we can translate it is, 
I would say it's sort of like we would call the atmosphere. It's a layer of air that's dense and sort of insulates us from anything on top. Um, you know, it, it, and it creates its own bubble of reality. This is our own Metzius, this is our bubble, this is who we are. Um, so tefillah means we're lacking the ability to reach out of it. We need to make a breakthrough and break through our bubble of, oh, this is the Metzius, this is the norm, this routine, this is the Teva, and so on and so forth. And therefore, kolos do that. They certainly do that on a psychological level. And, and, and you know, and, and if he, you know, if he means something on, on a Kabbalah level, also like that. But tachlis, this is what these, the Indian Kabbalah is. So Akaponim, both he and the Chinuch, the bottom line is um, koil, whether it's nigun, schatzoitzris, truus, whatever it is, are things that break through um, worlds. They break through a certain sense of lethargy and, you know, that's the way it is. It's not going to change and so on. And the middle of prison, the chavim is filler. So both of them make it very clear that it's a type of siyua. It's, it's something that helps a person be mispal and be mechavim's kavana. Okay, let's see one more piece. This is um, Arabina Bechaya, and he speaks about the nun hafuchos. Uh, it's a very strange apparition. It's kind of also military of these two strange nun hafuchos. Um, Hazal, you know, referred to it sometimes as being seven parishes and so on. Very strange. So remember, Chai explains it differently. Vaderach hakabola. Vayhibesa oren. He says this parsha is meramis on 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 the entire hekif of the world. There are the seven alafim in the world are merumis. And the idea of Chad Chorev, the place to bring this out is in the Midbar. We'll explain soon. So he explains like this. The, um, the, the concept of Sheis Alpha Hava Alma, Vishiva Chorev, Vechad Chorev, the reason why the world has to be Chorev is to underscore Akadish Baruchu's um, Echot. Had the world not been it had the words the the Akadish Baruch Akadish is reflected in Ani Rishon Bani Achron. The fact that there's no the fact that we have a Metzias that's not Rishon not Achron means that our Metzias is just a, a, a prat, and it and it comes out of the Rishon's Metzias and it's a very different Metzias. So the Chad Chorav means a recognition once again. Of a world that is Kula Kadesh Baruch. That's what the Chorv is. So the seventh of the thousand is the Chad Chorv, 
and and this had to be the midbar is kind of the makom to to be kaveda. In other words, the vakaza yoyka elmish is safe. Kikshesh gashbrach rishon from his asi yisachin. V'deishah ba'elam shum niver leyo achin. V'dal shom biyazev va'ama lefonim ha'aretz esalato o'maisi adecha shemayim hema yevedu ayum va'ato tamoi. So the fact that the world, that there was a time when there was no world and there's a time will be no world, puts the world in its proper setting as something ephemeral and just a a hechetimtza that Gashbrok keeps around. But oisal of hashisha is shumer milas alfi, lirma shisha alfi, vashviyas nechtma milas yisrael. Um. So, um, I'm not sure where his remazim are over here. That he says the ois elof hashishi is a shumer b'milas alfi, and the shviyas nechemus Israel. I don't know. I don't know the pshat this in this piece over here. And the, um, the, the, let's see the next paragraph, we explains a little bit more about Yisrael, and I, and I think we'll have a shot from there. Ubavur, ki milas Yisrael, so, koilelas dova vifuchoi, ve'efshesh dispasha she'lusoynes, the milas Yisrael has itself a remis for the korban, and it can also be milosh nesrara, it can, it can represent the positive. Now, I think, just from looking before, that the way in which he understands Yisrael as being, um, as being Chorben, I think he, he, he flips the, the sin with a Samach. Loshen Sar is Samach Reish, meaning to be wiped away. I think that that's, that's, that's my sense of it. Um, and now he says, but so Yisrael has itself both the sense of the world being Chorav and the sense of Srara. So the word Yisrael is Koyal of So so let's explain, understand this, this piece. This is an important piece. The difference between a world that exists always to a world that has gone through non-existence is that a world who's gone through non-existence, even when it exists, it doesn't see itself as be'etzim existing. The fact that I know, uh, uh, let's, let's, let's give a little bit of, of a, of a marshal a person walks around this world thinking, you know, w- once we're born, we tend to think we'll be around forever. I mean, we know not, but we, we, we don't imagine ourselves not being here. We will not be here. When we come back at the Trias HaMesim, it will be people who understand that their existence is not for granted, that they exist only as, as a, as a, as a Ratzim HaKadosh Baruch that nekuda of, of being a, a, um, a, a temporary existence is, is brought in only when you have Chorb also. So the Yisrael is the Chad Chorb of the Shvi, and Yisrael is the Binyan afterwards. 
that the sin and the samach switch because um, it, it, you know you need you need to in order that that we that we should have real mitzvahs we need to have also gone through churban. so the world includes, in every level, it includes the finish of a world and its renewal again. So you have, um, in the big picture, you have a film of seven, and, and that's Olam Bechidusha, and then you have a final Bitla Olam at Yoivu. And again, these numbers are, are um, not, uh, you know, they're not our numbers. They're just the cycles, whatever, wherever HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs it. So you have so many psukim that seem to say the world will stand forever. Um, it doesn't mean they will actually last forever. What he means to say is the worlds did not become bottle at Shiva because the construction was so poor that it falls apart. But rather it means that it will um will and 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 just to think that this cycle again and again just keeps going and it has no end to it. The nunim are there to tell me that the world is going up to a certain point, um, which is the elafdar. Umashebua why is the nun so the nun itself is 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 the ois of yovel that's the that's the meaning of it why is it hafuk kishem shemikh tabais tikunai keroi mora kiem dava kaf hifois bitul misroi mora bitul dava kobani an upside down letter means that the letters collapsed the letters overturned valkena nun is afukha va makosva matikom la yoda she hafkom ba apoi so he says the two nunim are to tell us the world has gvulis, it came from nowhere and it's going to go to nowhere. Then he says it'll come back again. 
so, Rabbi Bechayah says that the Indian of Shemitah and Yevil are there not, you know, so that many times why the good mitzvahs are such. He says that to give a person a sense of the big picture of the world, that the big picture of the world comes to a certain tachlis, becomes bottle, comes back again, and so on. What he doesn't, what the Rabbi Bechayah, so Rabbi Bechayah is saying a general klal, and, and, you know, that's, uh, we understand, he's not magish enough over here. What's the difference between the um, Shemitahs and the Yevlis? In other words, he's saying there's a cycle of seven and the world becomes bottle. And then again and again and again. Fine. And then there's a big Yevl where everything, everything becomes totally bottle and then comes back again. The difference between post Shemitah and post Yevl is not clear over here. I, you know, in, in, in Yevon and Shemitah, there's a lot of talk about the difference and so on, but um, over here, I, I don't find any discussion. doesn't seem to be saying what that is. But Akopanim, and he's saying the nuns, and maybe that's why, because they split the Torah into seven parts, really. They turn Torah into seven parts, that this is where the, the, the remez is. I'm not sure. Um, but Akopanim, that's the that's Rebbein Bechayeh. Okay, um, this is the last time this summer that we'll, we'll be able to get together. I'm, I'm just going to be away. It's going to be very erratic. So, Bez Hashem, come Elul, and we'll start up again. Bez Hashem. Okay, a good fach.